How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned in to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Leezy the Gifted, where I bring you a brand new episode every single day documenting my journey as an independent musician, as well as sharing tips and tricks along the way. Uh, I'm very excited for today's topic uh, because it's something that is really important and uh, it's something that I've actually I've, I've wanted to talk about this for a while. I don't know if I've ever talked about this, but I want to talk about being prepared, you know, preparing for success, uh, preparing for anything. So it's funny because I've also talked about how overrated planning is, but th- planning and preparing are a little different. Uh, so let me give you an example of like what I mean by preparing. So in my own music career, in my business, that I, what I do, you know, I made it a priority this year to begin emailing my email list every day. Okay. So whether I have warm leads or I just get brand new leads, doesn't matter. I want to, I want to send an email every day. And the reason is because first of all, my mentor Brennan has told me like, when you send more emails, you generate more revenue. Simple as that. He showed me examples of his own business where that's happened. As well as I've read that in Russell Brunson's books, and I've also seen it many times in other places. Email your list every day. Now, other people can argue with it. It doesn't matter. That's like not the point of this podcast right now. It's not the point of the episode. <clears throat> the point of the episode is preparing. So how am I, how do I email my list every day? Right? Obviously, there needs to be, and I got to get down on the computer and do some typing. But, but you, you know, when people, when people hear that, right, I just told, I was just on the phone with a friend, but when people hear that I email every day or email every day, they go, I don't know if I could write an email every day. That's a, that's a very good point. It's very difficult to email every day. So I was just on the phone, a buddy of mine who owns a business, he hit me up and he wants my, my advice on marketing. And he's like, you know, I've been getting, he, he's on my email list and he actually was one of the people who bought decade collection. So mind you, this is a guy who I converted and has made a sale into. So the guy, you know, he's, he's really warm in my list. Uh, he pays attention, but he's like, you know, he's up on what I'm doing. And he's like, you know, he, 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 he's like, you know, man, I've been seeing your emails every day. Like I'm up on it. And it made me realize like, I need to be doing what you're doing. So I, you know, I said, all right, well, let's, you know, we talked for a little bit. We're going to talk again next week, but I just said, Hey man, you got to gear up for, for emailing your list every day. And he, you know, I told him, I said, this is what I do. And it made me realize a great topic for today, right? Preparing. I said, here's how I started out before I actually started sending those daily emails. What I did was I made kind of a, you know, Google sheet, Google spread, Google doc. And, uh, and I, and I, and I wrote out like, I think it was like four or five big buckets, big topics. So songs, music videos, podcast episodes, 
live performances, other influences, you know, five major topics. And then, you know, I wanted to write as many topics in each one. So I tried to write, I believe I tried to write 10 per or like five to 10 per bucket of just topics. Okay. So, so I did that. And then before I started writing, like sending my daily emails, what I did was I wrote like a lot. Like I think I wrote 10 or 15 before I even start, you know, yeah, like I wrote like 10 or 15 before I started, which had me covered for two weeks. And I didn't send emails to the list. So for like a few weeks, like I had emails. Actually, I've had emails where I haven't sent any emails for a few months, but I have emails written on Google Docs with subject lines. I'll even tell you how I write my subject lines. This isn't meant to be an email marketing thing, but I'll just, you know, it, it helps with the topic of preparing for success. So I wrote my, my emails, 10 to 15 of them, and then I put them into my email autoresponder, which I actually am going to change in a, in a, in a, I'm going to change this week, but so I don't want to mention who I use. <clears throat> I'm going to change, but I put it in my email autoresponder. That's going to get sent out to the list. And I broadcasted them out and I scheduled them out, scheduled them out for two weeks, you know, one a day. And, and I didn't have to go write every day. I wrote them all already. Uh, now what I do is I'll write an email every day or every other day or something like that, but I'm way ahead of schedule. So I don't have to write a new email every day. I write an email. I sometimes write an email every day or every, if I have time just so I can get more ahead of schedule. But my writing process when I'm writing emails is much easier when I'm not rushed. I'm not pressed for time. You know, and I know that that's opposite of what a lot of people say. A lot of people say, Hey, when you're pressed for time, you're back against the wall. You know, that's when you work your hardest. Yeah, but you don't have to be, and you don't want to, you don't necessarily have to be, or you don't necessarily want to be there. You know, I tend to not write that way. I tend to write better when I don't have to do it. You know, that's just for writing. You know, I'm not great at writing verses for my songs. When I'm really pressed for time, I feel very, very pressured. And I don't end up writing very good music. You know, it's when I have a lot of time that I can get things done quickly. So that's just me personally. That's not everybody. And I'm not saying that's how you should be. I'm just saying that's how I am. But so anyway, I wrote, uh, yeah, so I, I'll write every few days. But the point is now when I go to write my emails, I go back to that master sheet with all those five buckets of topics. All right, well, what do I write about? By the way, once I write about it, I'll go back, I'll highlight it green because I already wrote about it. So now I go back, okay, maybe I can talk, well, last, you know, yesterday or yesterday's email was about a song. So maybe today will be about a music video or a live performance or a podcast. Try to mix up the variety. And, you know, I'll, I'll look at the topic. I'll go, okay, you know, this is a good topic. Um... I'll write about this. And my emails, generally, they don't take me very long to write. You know, they'll, they'll take me maybe 30 minutes. to. Yeah, like that's about it. Maybe 30 minutes. And so the point is, I'm preparing. I don't, I don't say I'm going to write an email every day. Now, contrary to that with, is the podcast. Like this episode in particular, I prepared for. I had a topic in mind. I took notes on my notes app. And I wrote it out. Yesterday's podcast, if you listen to it, honestly, it wasn't very good because I didn't prepare at all. And it wasn't an episode. I don't think it was. So 
my podcasts generally are better when I plan them out. But you know what? I don't always have time to plan them out. And to be honest with you, emails, writing emails, in my opinion, are easier for me than podcasts. Podcasts are talking. There's a lot of energy. And then when you're done with the podcast, I got to engineer it, you know, to make it sound somewhat good and decent. Then I got to upload it. Then I got to sit there and wait for it to finish uploading, which takes a couple minutes. And then I got to format it, put the description and blah, blah, blah. Emails are like, once I write it, all I got to do is copy and paste it into my autoresponder and I send it off. It's pretty fast. It's a faster thing. And plus, I have a list of people that are receiving my email, so I know they're getting heard. So I probably have a better motivation to even be doing them. And I know email marketing will get me further than my podcast. So maybe I, maybe that's why. But, you know, another thing, in the studio, right, being prepared in the studio, like when I'm by myself, let's say I'm by myself working on some music. Let's say I want to make a beat. Let's say I want to make a song from scratch, okay? I generally... I've learned what is make what's made me my best songs and what makes me much better songs is not sitting at the computer immediately pounding on my keyboard that plugs into my computer. What will help me is if I sit at the piano and I'll just start messing around with some chords or maybe I'll go through all of the chords that are in a scale and I'll just start going through it and then I'll start playing around and I'll end up coming up with a melody on the piano. And, and I will play until I get that feeling inside of me that I, I'm like about to burst. I have to go sit on the computer and start. That's preparing myself in a way. You know, honestly, like uh, now, that our, now that our garage is temperature controlled, I'm a little more bougie. And I, I like to have the temperature set a certain way. If it's really, 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 really hot in the studio, I can't breathe. I'm not going to make good music in there. Get that temperature set. Cool it off a little bit. You know, I actually prefer the studio to be a little bit more on the cold side. You know, and if I have to rock a hoodie, I'll rock a hoodie. But I'd rather it be a little bit colder. You know, if you can do, if you can control that, that's great. Then control that. So there's an example. Uh, you know, I, if I have my phone, I'm only using it to write my lyrics. I'm going to put that thing on airplane mode. You know, no calls, no texts, nothing. I, I don't want anybody in there bothering me. You know, so there's certain things that I do in the studio to prepare myself for success. You know, I'll give you an example. I've, I've worked with artists. I've worked with artists who are prepared and not, you know, I've, I've worked with, and I'm not going to mention names obviously, but I've worked with, with artists who they're not prepared. You know, they just want to get in the studio and jam. They just want to get in the studio and freestyle and just like, I don't even know what they really want to do. That's not good. You know, generally, you know, and I, and I understand, you know, and that's, I understand what you want to do. You want to just, maybe you just want to have fun and freestyle and mess around. That, that's not what I'm here to do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm making music my full-time thing. This is a career for me. This is what I want to pay my bills. This is what I've been working toward for 10 years. I just don't want you to come on in here into my very important space to do that. The other thing too is I realized back in then I should have better prepared myself. I should have known that that person wasn't serious. I should have known that it was going to be a waste of time for me to get in there with them. And I shouldn't have done it in the first place. You know, so that, that's a big thing. To prepare myself in, in, in that regard. Um, I, I'll give one other example in the studio. You know, if you're, if you're a producer, you know, somebody who makes beats, 
I genuinely think, you know, to start out, right? If you're just starting, like if you're an artist, sorry, I'm deterring a little from the, what I was about to say, but I want to say this real quick. If you're an artist and you don't make your own beats at all, and you're like, I need to produce my own music, you don't need to learn music theory right away. But if you want to get to the next level in music production, which you should want to, because you will literally make much better music and probably have a higher chance of earning more money and getting bigger awards and getting more opportunities if you know music theory. If you don't know music theory, that's fine for just starting out. You know, you can just take samples and and uh, chop them up and do your thing. But like you, you do eventually want to get to that next level of where you really know music. And I'm really thankful that I've put in three years of work learning music theory and actually learning how to play. Because I've gotten in the studio with people who we want to make a beat from scratch. And like if they don't know music theory, we're not going to make as good of music. It happens that way. Because they have trouble coming up with new fresh ideas. You know, you know, and that, that really brings me to my point of momentum is so important to have momentum. And I know when I'm in the studio, it's about energy. It's about energy. It's about vibe. It's about, you know, connection between you and the music and maybe you and the person there with you. If you have, if you're working with somebody and listen, every second counts because I've, this has happened to me before when I'm in the studio and I'm making music, when I'm in my music making mode, I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I'm emotional. That's, that's when I have the chance to be open and emotional and, vu- and vulnerable. And I'll tell you this, me, when it comes to me and my emotions, I'll tell you this, I've worked very hard to make myself emotionally stable. But to be honest with you, I am like a ship going through a storm. That's, that's how I am when it gets, you know, I, I can be motivated to make music. Like I'm ready. I'm in the zone. I swear one thought split second happens and suddenly I'm completely out of it. That's how sensitive it can be when I'm making music. So that's why I've chosen so many more times often, more often than not to be by myself. Cause like, it's just, you know, nobody, nobody really gets it. So like when I'm like, when I'm in there, um, making something with somebody and like, they don't know, like they don't know how to play an instrument or they don't know like music theory. They don't know how to play piano or whatever. Like I'll be vibing out. I'll be ready to go. I'm like, yes, let's go. Like I'm so excited. And then suddenly they have to go on Google and search up chord progressions or they have to, they have to go look up what chords go with this and then look up chord progressions. And then they got to figure out how to play it and they got to piece everything together. You know, it, it's, it takes away it. You lose momentum. You know, for me personally, I get bored. I lose momentum. I lose energy. I lose focus. And then I, and then I get frustrated and then I can't make anything. Then I'm out of the zone. You know, then I'm like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here for this. You know, I, this isn't worth my time. So that's how crazy it can get. You know, when I'm in the middle of recording, you know, if, you know, I've had this happen with people who've engineered me, it's not the worst thing in the world, but if I'm on the mic recording, like, I'm the type of person, and, like, my guy Corey totally gets this. My, my homie Corey, who is, like, another producer. I, he's, like, one of the only other producers I'll work with. But when I'm in the studio with him, 
he knows, and we kind of set this up where when I'm doing my verse, I'm like, dude, leave me on loop. Or when I'm on, when I do my chorus, I'm like, leave me on loop. Because what I'll end up doing is I'll record the whole chorus and I'm just like, I need, I need like a few takes to kind of get in the zone. You know, I know myself. It's very hard to just come out cold singing perfectly. So it's like, I need to kind of warm my voice up. I need to get the energy. I need to experiment with some things. And I, I swear, I won't get a good take till maybe the eighth, ninth, or tenth take. And then I'm like, cool, we got to keep her. You know, and he knows that, right? Corey knows that. Corey knows, like, after every take, don't stop recording and listen to it back. I don't do that. You know, I, I don't even do that when I'm by myself. I barely do that. Like, for me, I'm like, re-record, just keep going, loop it. I'll know if it's the keeper or not by the way I've recorded it. I'll know. So you got to be prepared in that regard of like knowing yourself and knowing the person you're working with. If you're working with somebody else in the studio in that moment, you know, it's funny cause I've, I've talked to people who go, I'd rather, it's so always so much better to work with people in the, in the moment. I'm like, it can be, but it also can be really hard. It's, it's actually not always easy. You know, if you're not prepared and you're, you don't know what you're doing, it's not easy at all. You know, I've had, uh, artists come over to work with me and I'll, I'll make them a beat and then they'll record. You know, I kind of know ahead of time, like, I know what we're about to get into. Always, I start with a sample. Always. Always start with a sample. Always start with a sample. Because I can find samples that fit what they want so fast and easy and I can play them a sample in a loop that's like almost the whole beat and I know what's going on in their brain. I'll play a sample and if they like that sample, they could start writing right away. I could put the sample on loop and they could write lyrics and I'll know, I'll kind of play the sample. I'll go, what do you think? Nope, not this one. I'll be like, all right, cool. Next, just tell me. Cause I've got like thousands of samples. Like it won't hurt my feelings. Just if, I, if you don't like it, boom. If you like it, if you're into it, boom, let's do it. And so I'll play samples. Like I'll have my samples ready and they'll know if they'll, you know, they'll, they'll tell me if they like it. And if they do great, we're making a beat quick. You know, I had lunch, my homie lunchbox, Jocelyn come over and he's, he and I worked so well, like from the first day we worked together, we got great chemistry because I, I had that preparedness. He came over and I was like, I already know I'm about to play him some samples. And I was looking and trying to play him some stuff. And I'm like, man, I can't find anything. And I said, let me, he said, he said, I need some hard trap stuff. You know, he kind of knew what he wanted. I was like, oh, okay. So I was playing him some smooth lo-fi stuff. I need to play him some trap stuff. So I went and found some samples that were hard trap sounding samples. And then he was like, oh yeah, this is it. We were able to pivot. I played him on some. He's like, oh, these are all great. And then we got to it, but we were both prepared. You know, and he had a song ready to go. So we were able to match the tempo of his rapping to what I had made in terms of the beat. You know, and so, you know, the point is being prepared is so important. And the momentum of every second counts, especially in your day. You've got to be prepared. I'll leave you with this one last example, your morning routine. You know, in my opinion... I don't care if you wake up early or whatever, but for me, the way I start my day is so critical. You know, the first two hours, the first, not even two hours, you know, the first 30 minutes of my day are really important. You know, if I didn't get enough sleep the night before, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be done for, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have a great 30 minutes. <clears throat> if I, 30 minutes. And then an hour and two hours are really good. Man, I'm going to have like an amazing, like killer day. Like recently, my morning routines have been fire. They've been solid. 
but it's because I know what I'm doing the night before. The night before, I write my power list for the next day. Everything's set up. I know what I'm doing. I know to go to bed at a reasonable hour. You know, I know not to like mess myself up. Otherwise, I'm going to have a bad day tomorrow. So I know, like, hey, if I'm going to set up plans with somebody to hang out with them, I'm not setting up plans. Anything past 6 p.m., I'm not setting up plans because we're not going to really have time to hang out. We're not going to have time to really, you know, get in the zone and hang out and do music if we're going to do music. I'm just like, no, like I'm going to be going to bed between 9 and 930 is like I'm rounding off my day and going to bed. So what we're not going to we're going to have to rush and get things done in the next three hours. So you got to prepare yourself that way. You know what I mean? Um, so anyway, I think, you know, I think I'm going to wrap it up with that today. Just just remember, prepare for success because success is there. Success is literally there for you waiting. Like it's, well, it's actually not, you know, success is not waiting for you. Like success is there for you, though. You know, every day is a chance to succeed, you know, and, and if you're not going to succeed, like, for example, if you want to make a million dollars in one year, if you're not doing that right now, that doesn't mean tomorrow you'll do that. But tomorrow, you will do something small that will get you closer to that million dollars. Let's say that's your mark. Or let's say you have a different mark, right? Let's just say you want to make an album. Okay, well, tomorrow, make that choice to say, hey, you know, I'm going to prepare myself to make this album. Maybe I'll start looking for beats tomorrow. You know, or I think generally everyone listening to this is driven by some kind of a goal. You know, for you, it might not be money, right? For you, it could be something more spiritual. You know, maybe you want to live a life of freedom where you don't necessarily need a nice fancy car. You don't need a big house, but you would love to just own a nice, comfortable house, you know, with, with a nice, you know, a nice car that's, that works, right? And you don't ever have trouble with food, Wi-Fi, water, electricity, bills, gas, and, and it's all from your music or it's all from your, your business, right? I can, maybe that's your life, but what you are driven by is you're driven by fulfilling other people's needs. You know, you love helping people, you know, maybe, maybe it's just the fact of you feeling a sense of, a sense of uh, recognition. You know, I know a lot of people, especially artists like myself included, we need recognition for our art. We don't just want our art to earn money. What's even more valuable than the money is people saying, your music inspired me. You know, for me, people have paid me for my music. People have bought my music before. You know, and it's, that's an amazing feeling. One of the best feelings in the world, but the even better feeling is people who say, I, I wouldn't be making beats without you. You know, when people DM me stuff like that, or when people say, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't have started my music career. I wouldn't have never done music. If it wasn't for you, Lee, now, now I can't imagine ever doing anything other than music. So that to me is worth so much more than money, but I'm still very driven by money because there's certain things I want in my life that require money. So take what I've said today and just prepare yourself for success. Prepare yourself. Don't, don't, don't wait till the last minute to get something done. Don't wait till the last minute to do something. You know, do it as soon as you can. Prepare ahead of time. All right? Hey, if you got value from the episode, do me a favor. Leave a rating and review and share this with a friend. You know, it would mean a lot to me if you let, let another buddy of yours or 
you know, a friend or a girlfriend of yours, whatever, listen to this episode, listen to this podcast, because I would love to spread it out more and get more people involved and impact more, all right? So thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Peace. Get it how I want.